Let's talk about energy, a feeling of vitality, being in the flow, feeling inspired, motivated. These are all words that we might use when we talk about energy. And would you agree that you're drawn towards things that give you energy? Would you also agree you want more of it in your life? It could be physical energy that you want more of because you want to work out consistently or reach certain goals. It could be mental energy to be alert and focused as well as creative in your work. It could be having more emotional energy to be optimistic and accepting the flow of life even when things are tough. By the way, I think all of these are connected. So we're going to talk about what fills us up, what drains our energy, and what to do different. Because if we take care of ourselves, then we can live this one wild life. And that's why you're here. By the way, I'm Jenny Holbert, if we haven't met, and I'm all about helping you live and sweat in sync with nature. WILD actually stands for Women Into Living Their Dreams, because I believe that when we take care of our bodies, we can take all the adventures and live our one wild life. So thank you for being here, and here's the WILD Wellness Podcast. So when we want to work on this whole energy thing and figure out what's draining our energy, the first thing to actually think about is the things that boost our energy. So I have a few questions to help you reflect on this. When do you currently feel energized? What do you do to feel energized? Do you know when you need to rest and do you do it? What people and habits do you feel energized by? Now, I should have mentioned, this may be an episode that you want to pause and actually reflect on some of these questions, write some notes, text yourself in your phone, in the notes app, or just write in a journal, because that's what's going to help you get the most out of it. So those questions to help you reflect, you can go back and listen to that again and just pause after each one to get that down. But think about this, the environment we set up for ourselves and the habits that we have are so important, aren't they? I mean, if we're talking about managing our energy and you're having a hard time, for example, completing your workouts, getting enough sleep, or finding time for all those things that you want to do, I found that this is a good place to start asking ourselves, what actually makes me feel more energized, awake, and wild? So I'll share a few things that do this for me just to kind of give you an idea, maybe get your own creative mind flowing in this way. Laughing, with family and friends especially. Dancing, deep breathing, yoga, meditation, music, running, hiking, being in nature, being near water, taking a bath, inhaling essential oils, meal prepping, having food in the freezer that just needs heated up, having goals and reviewing them often, being organized, living without clutter. Yes, all of these things help me feel more energized. And I could go on, but I'm curious what's on your list. The things that give us energy are often the first thing to go when we get overwhelmed with life, work, other people's schedules, and just a calendar that is so full. So when we do start to drop these things, then we actually aren't filling ourselves up. And I know this probably all makes sense as I'm saying it, but that's why you want to really think about what this looks like in your life right now and what you can do different. So yes, this is all about knowing what fills you up and how often 
you're currently tapping into those practices. So you may be thinking like, aren't we talking about self-care kind of? (laughs) And maybe, but I think self-care is such a buzzword and it seems to be tied with visions of spa days and chocolate and many other things, which is fine. I'm all about those things. But I'm interested in thinking of it in a more expanded view, I guess. I think many of us have adopted the belief somewhere in our lives that taking time for ourselves in the middle of a full schedule seems indulgent, like self-care is indulgent. But the truth is, making your well-being a non-negotiable will help you be more productive, more happy, more supportive, and live your one wild life. Not that all of those things are necessarily your goals. They don't have to be, especially the productivity one, because I think that kind of gets pushed on us too often in our culture. But I agree with what Eleanor Brown said. Self-care is not selfish. You cannot serve from an empty vessel. Self-care is not selfish. It helps us to prevent burnout from excessive or just ongoing stress that's left unbalanced. So you taking care of you comes first. Even if you have other responsibilities or people who rely on you, I would say especially if you have other responsibilities and people who rely on you. Because when you take time for yourself and give your body the food, rest, and movement it needs just for some basic things right there, food, rest, and movement, you will actually find that you have more energy for the rest of those things. You have more to give. Again, not that that's the goal. You can take care of yourself just to take care of yourself. But I know that a lot of times it's because we have ambition and we want to have energy for other things in life. And just like filling a bucket from a waterfall, if you can picture this metaphor, self-care habits fill your body with vitality. So do you find that you don't create enough space for the things that you know give you energy? Is it about permission for you? Is it about thinking, oh, that's too much fun, that's too indulgent, or I'm too busy, I'm too stressed and overwhelmed, or I'm feeling too behind to stop and allow myself to play or rest or fill up? If you're thinking that you often make that choice because you do feel that way and you're often letting those things that fill your energy up go by the wayside, then ask yourself, what would I do on a regular basis if I could? Or even just, what would I do this week? Maybe ask it this way. If I had permission, I would... Finish the sentence. If I had permission, I would... And the thing is, I'm not talking about those circumstances where maybe something pops up that's unexpected or maybe something happens in our day that we didn't expect and so it throws us off a little and we choose to give attention to something else while maybe sacrificing in an area that we had uh, an obligation to or a commitment to would be a better way to say it. I'm not talking about those situations. It's more about what do you do on a regular basis? Are you consistently pushing those things aside? Are you consistently skipping out on what you know gives you energy and you know what this looks like for you you know i'm guessing if you clicked on this episode to listen that there's something there there's something here that you might need to hear so what do you need to say no to in order to make space for those things that fill your energy up what can you do to remove the potential blocks that are there 
So speaking of blocks, now we're going to talk about energy drains, the parts of your life and the habits that aren't supporting peak energy. So I thought of some examples of energy drains just in case any of these resonate with you and might be areas for you to reflect on. Overeating or skipping meals, overworking, not having quality time with friends or family, negative self-talk, and not noticing your inner critic as your inner coach, comparison, procrastinating, distractions from technology, multitasking. So do you know what's draining your energy? If you're feeling like a lot of these things are present for you, I don't want you to go into the negative self-talk. <laughs> it's just about noticing, right? Just about noticing where you might want to change, where you might want to do something different. That is the one thing that we always have choice in the way that we live, the way that we are taking action or choosing not to give energy towards something. So when it comes to the uh, procrastination one, I want to expand on that a little bit and a couple of the other ones because sometimes it's the thing that we're doing and sometimes it's the things that we're not doing that are draining our energy. I love what Cheryl Richardson said. She said, everything undone, incomplete, or unresolved drains your energy. Not being honest with yourself and avoiding conflict drains your energy. Every action you take uses energy, and every action you don't take uses energy. It's really interesting, isn't it? Something to think about when it comes to those things on our list that we're procrastinating and maybe that we just need to eliminate altogether instead of letting them hang out there for days, weeks, or months. Now, when I talked about distractions from technology being a potential energy drain, this one maybe surprises you, maybe not. But these boundaries around how we spend our time and where we're focused is really important for not draining our energy. And so if this is something that you think triggers a little bit of um, self-reflection for you, then you might want to refer back to episode 55 on four phone habits for your health. Talked more about this there. And then the multitasking piece. This is so stressful on our minds when we jump from one thing to the next. And I'm really working on this myself because... I'm impatient and I'm fast-paced generally. I like to get things done and just have a lot going on. It's probably my Aries sun and Gemini moon. <laughs> but I heard about the practice of pausing from Brendan Bruchard's book, High Performance Habits. And like I said, this is one that I want to work with even more. So what he suggested is set a timer and in between tasks or when you're switching to something that's unrelated to what you were doing, like let's say you were writing something and then now you're going to answering emails, or maybe you were um, doing uh, a workout and now you're coming in to cook dinner or something. It could be work-related, it could be life-related. Stop for about a minute to release tension and set intention. I love that mantra. It's so easy to remember. Release tension and set intention. And it just helps us to make that transition more mindfully without jumping around so much. So speaking from someone who has multiple tabs open on the computer a lot of times and is bouncing from one thing to the next, this is something that I know will help with 
not draining my energy so that I can have it for the other things that I want to. So do you know what's draining your energy? This isn't one of those episodes, again, that you're just going to listen to and walk away. At least I hope not, because you're not going to get much out of it. You're going to want to make a list, because we all have energy drains, and the key is to, again, not judge ourselves for them, but to be aware of what they are. So write them down, reflect, maybe take this for a walk again and voice text them into a list, like I said, but ask yourself, what do you dread putting energy towards? And even maybe ask yourself, what do you have a difficult time saying no to? Because a lot of times those things are actually draining our energy. We want to say no, but we feel obligated. We feel pressure. We feel like we should do it. This could be anything from health-related, workout-related to work or other things in life. And then once you realize what is draining your energy, what you dread putting energy towards, those kinds of things, then you can decide. You can decide both what you need to do for more of an energy fill up and what you want to do less of because it's draining your energy. And it's that simple. (laughs) And yet it takes some effort. So simple doesn't mean that it's easy necessarily. It's simple and it is easy, but it will take you being intentional. But I know you're here for it because you want energy for all those things for getting in better shape, for keeping up with your kids, for feeling creative for your work, for being in the best health possible, whatever it is for you. I know you're here for it because you want to have energy and vitality and it's all so you can live your one wild life. Thank you for being here, my friend. I can't wait to hear about what fills you up, what drains you and what you are doing different. Share it with me as a review on the podcast Or you can send me a message on Instagram. I'm at Jenny Holbert, and I'll talk to you again soon. Hey, one more thing. Do you want to challenge your body in workouts but without feeling depleted? If this sounds like you, go grab my free audio training where you'll learn when to take a rest day or tough it out and the mistake most women make when they want to get stronger, plus why your menstrual cycle is actually your superpower to optimizing your energy and feeling strong. So if you want to regain your energy for workouts and get better results with less effort, go listen now at jennyholbert.com forward slash training.